Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gaza Guy Podcast with me, Ma Musa from Gaza. Today, my guest is Jenna Najjar. I asked Jenna a few questions about her career, about relationships, about luck, food, writing, about inner struggle, about movies, about music, about challenges facing her generation and challenges facing the Arab American community in the US. And also, we told about a few habits that improved her life. Uh, what would your perfect day be like? A perfect day, I would go to work, come home, not tired, spend time with friends and family. It's my perfect day. Probably hiking and doing something outside, but it's like all literally combined. But there's not hours in it. There's not enough hours in the day to do all of that. So it's usually choosing one or the other. Nice. When are you happiest? When I'm spending time with my mom, 100%. Beautiful her happy, Seeing her happy makes me happy. I don't know. My mom My mom grew up in one of those strong households, and I, and I feel like she gets her joy from us acting like we're children, even though we're grown. So what about you? When are, when are you happiest? I used to like the feeling when on the stage, when I'm performing poetry, like, it was a crazy feeling, completely different. And you feel like uh, you're addressing everybody in the room and they're all listening. Uh, and you can say whatever you want. Uh, you can say the words that you silently wrote in your room reflect the feelings or the experiences that happened to you with a few people uh, was completely beautiful feeling it's, uh, maybe I'm on stage it's beautiful I could never do that I could never do that I'm too shy Why? I could never go up on a stage and talk to a bunch of people it's just not in me I don't have it in me I'm too shy for that I would be like Peace, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't show up. I-, I speak up on things that I think matter most to me. But performing on a stage is a different ballgame. If I was presenting research or something, I- but I just couldn't. If I was presenting my research, I think it would be a different thing. But otherwise, I wouldn't do it. I don't think I would actually go out and um, prefer it taught me you I write. would never speak. I do write. Yeah, what do you but write about? Usually, usually my feelings. <laughs> it's usually just how I'm feeling. If I'm, I usually, writing for me is an outlet. It's not something that I do, I would say often, but when I do do it, when, it, when I am at a point in my life where I feel like I need that to be an outlet, I do it for months on end until I feel like I've gotten the closure I needed and then I continue on with my life. So, when was the last time you wrote something? Last October was the last time I wrote something. Wow, long time. Yeah. What was it about? Yeah, it was more so about like the inner struggle that I was dealing with, trying to juggle many things in my life at a point where I was busiest. Um, I just didn't know how to deal with it at that point, especially being on my own and not having family with me. So yeah, it was just a difficult time. Obviously, it's pretty minuscule. You think, it's so weird how we think our problems are so large in reality when they're so small, you know? They're literally nothing. It's just so, it's maybe it's, to me at that time, it was such a big deal. But now that I look back, it's, it's, it's nothing in comparison to someone else's problems. So I think it's just, more about getting it out and then moving on so yeah exactly yeah what is your favorite hobby 
favorite hobby would be I spend a lot of time with my friends. We like hike a lot. We do a lot of like it's just it's I honestly I would say it's more so when I spend time with them something is different every day. You know? So like usually it's hiking right now we're trying to hike around our state and eventually the US um and try to hit all of the famous landmarks but um with covid going around it's just hard to always get there like and with me working and now they're in school it's hard to get together but hiking i think would be one of the big ones um i also do sketching cross stitch but yeah what about you what other than writing <laughs> what's your favorite hobby other than writing obviously exercising i think yeah, exercising is healthy for the mind, body, and soul. Yeah, I think it's good yeah. and fun. But where is the best movie, uh, comedy movie you've ever seen? The best comedy movie that I've ever watched before is Crazy Stupid Love. What is it about? So basically, this guy gets to ends up um, being with someone who. Um, is cheating on him. his wife is cheating on him so he's trying to get separated he meets a guy who like revamps his entire um wardrobe i guess and then he starts going crazy and the guy who revamps his wardrobe ends up falling in love with his daughter but they don't know at the time it's like this inception type of thing but at the end of the day they all end up happy it's just weird. You have to watch it. It's funny. Steve Carell is in it. He's one of my favorite actors. So, um, what's your favorite like song? Studying. And why this particular one? Yeah, Gaib. Yeah, Gaib. Yeah, Gaib. I follow follow this always. Yeah. Why? It's because like it's just a song that everybody knows, and it's just always associated with a like a good time. Like me and my friends, we always sing it. Me and my mom, we're always dancing to it. It's just one of those songs. It's it's or you but no no. Yeah, Gaib is one of my favorite songs, but one of the songs that I will say that reminds me of home, and if I ever miss home, that I'll play, is um, El Fulela by Um Kulthum. Oh, that's a very long song. Yeah, I don't know how you find time to listen to it. Yeah, but it reminds you of home. Yeah, I I don't listen to her songs. Yeah, I find them too old fashioned. Really? Yeah. Dang. Um, I don't know. My my dad used to always play it when we were like in the car, or like right now he just plays it when he's sitting down. And if I'm not home, and I miss and I'm I'm like missing my parents or something, especially when I was living alone. Have you listened to the Forty Seven Soul? Familiar. It sounds familiar. I think I have. I love Palestinian culture. Great. Do you believe in luck? I do. I think it's hard to say. Do you believe in luck when it, it's not tied to religion? I don't want to make this about religion. Mm, not, I don't I want like to tie everyone it to has, religion because it's, it's completely different. I don't think it's completely different. I think it's just your faith, like Muslim. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think there's any. Actually, I take it back. I don't think there's anything like luck. Cold luck. I think it's just Muslim. It's your fate, and that's what was written for you. What is written for you will happen to you. I don't. I don't think fate is 
exactly. But I don't. But I don't think it's luck necessarily. What about you? Do you believe in luck? I do, but I do want like to say I totally believe in luck. So I don't allow this to control how I live my life. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I was gonna say that I was like you. Like if you, with the circumstances you're dealt with, you make the best of it. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What is your favorite meal yeah. of the day? I don't really eat at a certain time. I eat whenever um, it's time to eat. Like my stomach tells me it's time to go eat. So you don't have don't eat. favorite meal. I have like a favorite meal. It's uh, hold on. Like I, I don't know. I I don't eat out a lot. So I like like the like I like traditional like menfuf, dawali, and whatever. But I don't eat at a certain time of the day. My family's very like they're all we're all working, so we don't have a time where we sit down and eat together. If we can talk about the challenges that our generation face, what are these challenges? Say that it's different for me because I live in a different area, right? So I'm a first generation American. I am expected to, well, I come from a very, very hardworking family. And um, growing up, I was expected to carry this hardworking family on my back. My, all of my sisters were. So basically the successes of my father were passed down to me not by choice. So I've been working since I was 10 years old in my parents' uh, restaurant. I felt like at the time, something was stolen from me, like my childhood was stolen from me. That I was owed this certain childhood that every, I guess, American childhood is painted. The whole typical, um, like, like riding your bike down the streets, having sleepovers with your friends, spending time with friends, and just being a kid, basically. I didn't have, I had that when I was younger, but past the age of 10, I got and i felt for a long time that i felt resentment for having to work and to help my family make it in america instead um having a childhood that i was seeing a lot of around me now so i think that a lot and this goes unnoticed for a lot of arab americans with families who have small businesses we they don't they see that oh the family has a lot they say that they have these resources they have um, the ability to live as they please but they never see the hard work that goes behind it and a lot of the time the mental health issues behind that as well because mental health is in itself a whole different topic that a lot of people in our generation don't address we're always we were always taught to sweep it under the rug to that it wasn't important that it's all in our heads which is you know what mental health is but it's not important and I think our generation having to struggle with being the first generation Americans, having to struggle with that, having to struggle with pleasing your family, having to struggle with a cultural identity crisis, being an American and Muslim, a Palestinian American, um, living in America, and then having, then on top of all that, wanting to be successful and make meaning of why our parents came here because our parents came here to um, give us a better life and for us to have a better life for our future children 
but dealing with all of that plus doing it is really difficult and I think a lot of American Muslim Americans my age and my generation deal with that is having that pressure that's constantly enforced on us and then or implemented into our lives and just being able to act your age and just you know we just grew up too fast at a young age is which is what I'm trying to get at I guess and I don't know necessarily if that's a good thing or a bad thing but a lot of it came with things that we never asked for and we were just taught with taught how to deal with it and just to move on so it's just weird it's just different I don't know I think that's a big thing mental health and just the pressures of making meaning of why you're in America so and why you were the one of the people who are who are living in America and had that you know able to live that life so Totally understand. Totally agree. Did you say? I didn't hear you. Totally agree with yeah. what you said. What did four habits that you think could improve uh, your life? Being less selfish, being less selfish, being more mindful, being more self-aware, and like, I guess not overthinking because I'm too much of a perfectionist. So if you could have a lunch with one person, who would be? Could be famous. Okay. Could be. Uh, there's someone. a surgeon. There's a surgeon. Um, there's a surgeon who wrote a book on basically how um, it's called "One Breath That Comes Air," and he talks about his journey with cancer and how he was um, battling battling with it throughout his marriage and his life and his career. And I would just want to talk to him about how he like because it's you never see yourself on the other side of medicine you see your so we see ourselves as the providers and to um give all this medical attention and to provide care but we are never on the other side as as the patient so i would want to talk to him about that because it's you know you, you never imagine that you yourself the provider would be on the other side being provided for that amazing. Makes sense. That's amazing. What is your favorite thing about your career? I would say that being able to provide the care to the best of my capabilities to super sick children. So, yeah. I think that's my favorite thing is being like, you know, we go to school and we're taught like a whole bunch of things by the book. And then when you get to the actual um, field, it's completely different. Yeah, you still have those the backbone, like the I guess the backbone of the book or the the um, binding of the book, but the pages are so different, and you have to basically fill in all the gaps. And it's always a challenge. So being able to think critically is another one, but being able to provide the care that I can with what with what I have and what I can do to these kids, are, I think, is the best thing for me at least. So that's why I chose children over adults. Aside from necessities, what one thing could you not go a day without? I put on. Really, every day? I can't. I can't. Yeah. Every single day, I, I listen to Surah Yassin. Every okay. day. What does a successful relationship look like to you? I would say that what builds a successful relationship? Respect is the number one. 100%. If there's no respect, that's you don't you'll have a failed relationship mutual respect. um i don't necessarily of course i don't necessarily believe that people complete each other or that 
they are my other half. I don't believe in that. That no, I- ideology yeah. is very romanticized and just exists in movies and whatnot. How do you define be- it? Then? How do you see so, it? So, I see my partner as my equal. Um, you know, at the end of the day, relationship is about building something together. But at the same time, without that said person, you are you can stand alone. So I don't believe in the whole, you know, oh, without him, I'll I can't breathe without him. I'll die. no, 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 no. I believe that you have to be standing alone and you have to be comfortable with yourself enough to be able to share yourself with somebody else. Because if you're not in a mental state and don't have the emotional stability to to stand on your own, you are sharing your broken parts of yourself with somebody else. And that's putting someone else who probably is ready for that into a place where they don't know necessarily how to deal with that or they, nor do they deserve to do that. So that's number one, is being emotionally stable. And number two is being able to build something with someone else. I, I should offer parts of myself that would help that would necessarily fill in like what I offer is probably something they can't offer to the table but together we'll be able to build something beautiful do you get what I'm saying but yeah. it's the hole that you complete me and does not work I don't know and that's all based on trust and mutual respect if you don't have those two things then there's really nothing so an honest communication but that's a whole you know that's given but what about you if I could summarize this thing up, I'd say somebody uh, I'd lean on in good and in bad times will understand me more than I understand myself. I don't know if I agree with that. Because I, for me, I, I don't want to lean on anyone. It's just someone that uh, you know that will stand by your side in the good and in the bad times. And when I said I, yeah. to understand me more than I, I understand myself, uh, that's completely a whole different thing. They know who you are. Yeah. And I, I know who they I, are. I guess, I guess I might be right, I might be wrong, but words. currently I'm that's... A very technical per- I'm a very technical person. So for me, it's more about fitting parts together versus the whole other side of like what you're saying i really enjoyed my time today with you you too (laughs) thank you yeah thanks for having me if you could describe yourself in five words what would you say i would say i am a passionate a passionate palestinian girl trying to change the world it's been a pleasure Thanks for educating me. The most important part actually is education. So 